Bible study to our opening up God's Word. We're talking about what are the distinguishing characteristics of someone who really has come into relationship with Christ. And it's one thing to say a person is a Christian or a believer, but the Bible says there are evidences. Their Bible says ways we can know about ourselves and we can know about other people. And we're not to go around as mighty judges, but at the same time, Jesus said, by their fruit, you will know them. We talked about uh, earlier that one of the characteristics, the foremost characteristic, is that we have had a spiritual birth, that we have had a, a newness has come into our life as we've trusted Christ as our Lord and Savior. And like we were born physically and we entered into the physical world, we were born spiritually and we entered into the spiritual world. But there is another characteristic that goes along with that that is absolutely indispensable. I mean, it's, it's a part of what it really means. You can't be a believer. You can't be a true follower of Christ without this, and that is the Holy Spirit's presence. Many are confused about the Holy Spirit, but the Bible says he is God. He is a person, and along with God the Father and God the Son, he's one of the three expressions of God. They are the three in one. I don't understand that. I can't figure that out in my little mind, but I know it's true, and I know that God says that when we believe the truth, he will show us. And so uh, I, I think that a lot of us don't understand much about the Holy Spirit, and we're confused. But if we just realize that God's Spirit speaks to us, and we can speak to him, and he moves us, and he touches us, and if we've trusted Christ, he's the one who brought us to that place to put our faith and trust in Christ, and he's the one who worked the miracle in us in, a, in an amazing way. So let's focus on, on that today. And I want us to look in the book of Romans chapter 8 and read some verses that will guide us in our thinking. In verse 9 of Romans chapter 8, we read these words. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but you are in the realm of the Spirit. Indeed, if, if indeed the Spirit of Christ, our God, lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, that then even through your body is, is subject to death because of sin. The Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And then in verse, uh, chapter verse 15 and 16 and 17, it goes on to teach us, The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we're God's children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. So it's important for us to come to grips with this understanding of how the Holy Spirit is in our lives. And if he is, then we are a child of God, and we have come into the relationship with him. First, uh, what, what this means is that God's spirit has come to indwell our spirit at the moment we received Christ. Uh, the Bible says if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ, but if Christ is in you, then his spirit is alive in you. You see, no one without the spirit is a true believer. If we, if we don't have the spirit, and how do we know we have the spirit? We'll talk about that, and we'll see that in a, in a moment. And the Bible says when we received Christ, 
he, he came into our lives. As many as received him, the Bible says, to them he gives the right to be called his children. So if you received him as your Lord and Savior, he came into your life through his Holy Spirit and now lives within you. And there can be no true believer apart from the Holy Spirit indwelling that person and coming to make his home in that person. This is essential. Halford Luckup called this the great forgotten verse, the verses that I read a moment ago in Romans. And he said we must take these verses seriously, not as a luxury for super saints, but as a necessity for every believer. The passage chops right down into our hearts and says, you don't belong to Christ without the Holy Spirit. William Law put it like this. Uh, he says, a Christ not in you is a Christ not yours. Another verse that teaches the same truth is 1 Corinthians 12, 3. No one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. You see, God's Spirit is essential in our salvation. He makes you alive toward God. 1 Corinthians 2.14 says, The man without the Spirit of God does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God, for their foolishness to him, and he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. And see, that's the difference in the fact that you were created by God, but now you were created spiritually because you trusted Christ and God's Spirit came to work in your life. God's Spirit gives assurance to your spirit that you're a child of God. Romans 8:16 says the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. This is one of the special verses, I think. What he's saying is that if we've trusted Christ as our Lord and Savior, that God does something really special in our lives, and we become aware of his presence in our lives. Now, that doesn't mean you feel overwhelmingly God's presence all the time. Nobody does. And anybody who says they do is just telling a falsehood because nobody experiences an emotional high every day. Nobody experiences uh, some kind of ho holy hilarity in their lives every day. That's impossible because our faith is not based upon our emotions or how we feel. It's based upon the facts that if we trust Christ as our Lord and Savior and commit our lives totally to him, that he says he will forgive us and cleanse us and send his spirit to live in us. But there will be reminders within us and there will be times when his spirit testifies with our spirit that we are his child there will be things that he will do and I like what Donald Barnhouse said he was telling me that he was preaching one time about what happens when we receive Christ and that we our sins are forgiven and they're removed as far as the east is from the west they're buried in the depths of the sea and they're put behind God's back and after the service, a little boy came up to him who had recently given his life to Christ. And he said, you know, my heart was, when you were telling about what happens to our sins when we trust Christ, my heart was doing handstands and handsprings. What he was saying was, there was something in me that was testifying to the truth of what you were saying. That's what we're talking about here. When the preacher's preaching, yes, that's what's happened to me. You experience something within yourself. Yes, that's the truth. And when you read the word, yes, that's what God's do, done in my life. And that's the Holy Spirit testifying with our spirit that we are children of God. The mark of this, too, is that God's spirit is living in us. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 16, 9 says, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you whom you have received from God? And this is very special. Jesus, by his spirit, has chosen to abide in us. You know, sometimes we think buildings are special 
and we call it the sanctuary. A lot of churches call their worship place the sanctuary, but that's not true. That's not even biblical. The sanctuary in the New Testament is the body of the believer. That's where Christ dwells. That's what's important. Let's talk about more, more about that next time. Hope you'll be with me. God bless you. Have a good day.